Welcome to the Ether. Today is Friday, November 11th, 2022. Today on the Ether, the Axelar AMA with Ledger co founder Thomas France. Let's take a listen. All right. I think, I think we can kick it off. I think more people will join um, soon. Um, but I'll go ahead and let you two take it away. Sure. Hey, hey, Thomas, how are you? I'm good and you good good um busy week it's <laughs> what a week uh do you want to kind of start off maybe give a quick intro to folks that are uh kind of seeing you first time sure 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 um so yeah uh, thomas uh i've been like in the crypto space for like a couple of years now like started in the Late 2014, uh, I think actually like a few weeks after joining, let's say the ecosystem like Moundbox, Moundbox happened. So it was like a, you know, a similar time as 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 these days, let's say. And um, and we we later on to I uh, went to co-found like Ledger, uh, mid 2014, like identified like this big issue around like uh, security in the aftermath of uh, of, uh, of of Moundbox actually. And um, and um, like launched this uh, this product that you, I'm sure you know know of like um, like this hardware wallet uh, security company to let you store your your private key securely, making sure that they are always offline and that you have the ability to sign like in secure environments. Um, I later went to uh, to San Francisco. Uh, we co-founded that in France. Moved to San Francisco in early 2015. That's where everything was happening uh, back in the days. Uh, about three years ago, I left the operational roles at, uh, at Ledger um, and I co-founded a venture fund that is investing in what we call like the future of trust. So investing in uh, you know, building blocks for better, more trustworthy systems. So blockchain is obviously a big part of it, but we also invest back in, in AI and privacy tech. And, uh, and uh, let's say, uh, yeah, cross-chain, uh, interchain world has always been like a, a big interest uh, for us, both personally and with the fund and with Ledger. Uh, so we've always been big supporters of, uh, of this vision uh, of, uh, of, of cross-chain uh, cross ecosystem. Uh, and a good thing about that is that uh, it gives the, the users more reason to own their keys and to be like self-sovereign. Uh, uh, self-custodian and to be able to interact with uh, this wonderful ecosystem uh, while still owning their keys. Um, and uh, yeah, with the fund, we've made like numerous bets in that field and we want to see that space advance uh, for sure. And uh, Accelerar is a project that uh, we love and we want to see thrive in the next cycle of the next like two, let's say 18 months where it's going to be a little bit bearish, but uh, that's where like the infrastructure is going to be built for, for what we all want to see. Nice. Um, but it, so there's a lot of in, information there, Thomas, right? I mean, I think let's actually dive back. I mean, I, I want to know 
um, the story, what led you to, you know, think about Ledger, right? Um, you know, I think right now, probably most folks that are joining the same way are familiar with it, of course. And, uh, you know, everybody is, is using it, or if you're not using it, you know, you should be using it. And uh, it allows you to kind of have custody of your own assets, of course, and use DeFi directly, you know, without having to, to trust. Um, but yeah, I want to know what led you to, to think about that, that problem to begin with. Yeah. So, um, as I said, like early, early 2014 with, uh, with, uh, with, um, a co-founder, we, we really wanted to, uh, to be, uh, in the crypto space and it was Bitcoin at the time. It was just Bitcoin space. Um, and, uh, and to be honest, like we, we didn't have like a, a project to focus on like directly. So. Uh, the, the actual first step with uh, with Eric was to to co-found like uh, an actual Bitcoin center, <laughs> like an actual physical place in the middle the center of Paris, so that we could like gather the community, community of builders, community of people that were interested about the technology, to have a space like a safe space to 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 act around to uh, to uh, well to learn about Bitcoin. There was like a co-working space. There was an actual like broker dealer. <laughs> there was like a core like co-working space, like spaces for meetups and that kind of stuff. And um, in in that process, like our previous company was like very let's say uh, localized to, to France, and we really wanted to do something that was uh, like global from day one that was solving like a big problem. So as we were iterating on so, some of the issues around crypto, uh, like it appeared like evident that like security was one of the uh, what that was where the, the the security paradigm was shifting between like the the legacy world and the the crypto world. So in the crypto world. It was extremely secure by 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 its design. But like the 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 weakest link was now on the edge of the network. Whoever owns the private keys are uh, susceptible of of getting these private keys uh, hacked or compromised and losing their assets. So it became like such um, like a no brainer that uh, there was like a, a massive opportunity to provide like security tools uh, for 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 that new paradigm. Um, in the same time, in that uh, that's kind of a co-working space, there was like a, a lot of teams that have been iterating and working on using like smart card security. Um, that is something a technology that is very French and very secure. That's the same technology that you've got like in credit cards or SIM cards, um, and and that we're leveraging that technology to to you know sign a blockchain transaction within this secure, tamper-proof environment. So. Kind of teamed up because we 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 realized how complementary we were to to build like a, a secure products with like our, our go to market capability and to to yeah, design a product that was uh, uh, secure, uh, easy ish uh, to use and uh, and that could uh, uh, we could develop and 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 make sure it would be uh, powering the ecosystem. So initially, as I said, it was like a, kind of a tough sell. In a way that uh, uh, crypto uh, was something, or crypto and blockchain was something that was very, um, let's say, uh, uh, kind of a, people saw that as as a future, something digital, and and it was like uh, very hard for people to grasp that uh, first of all you needed to to take custody of your coins, like uh, why not going on an exchange, and then why why using an actual like antiquated uh, type of hardware device to to store your keys. So it was a very tough sell. Um, and uh, and uh, at the beginning, our focus was just to to make sure we had a product that was solving a big problem for some of the the early, let's say, Bitcoiners that saw value in these private keys and wanted to, you know, sleep well at night. 
and uh, and our solution was really the best uh, the best uh, way uh, for uh, folks in the crypto uh, ecosystem to basically sleep well at night and have assurance that their keys are 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 extremely are in a safe place and are not subject to to uh, you know the low hanging fruits type of attacks that were happening at the time. Nice, makes sense. And were you guys uh, kind of the only ones doing it at the time, or do you have other folks that are doing? Um... How did the competitive landscape look like? Um, at, at the time, Ledger was not the, the first hardware wallet in the in, in the game. Um, uh, Trezor was uh, was um, the let's say the the first one that launched a, an initial uh, kind of Kickstarter type of a fund, crowdfunding uh, campaign back in 2013. Um, so yeah, we were not the first one. Um, we started to 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 pick up at the time we. We we switch it. We switch from like let's say a Bitcoin centric ecosystem to an ecosystem. There were there were like numerous type of uh, uh, of new assets where people tied values to other coins, like whether it be like just like Bitcoin forks and then Ethereum and then like uh, uh, other ecosystem that started to, to appear. And Ledger was like well positioned with with a uh, say. Uh, um, it was there has always been in mind to have uh, the the product as open as it can be. With the ability for third-party developers to build their own apps to be able to, you know, sign a transaction for other ecosystem, and then have like some open APIs for people to integrate, not just within like the, the kind of ledger wallet interface, but within like some other interfaces. So it's really at the time where in 2017 you started to have like the the, the Ethereum ICO movement and the well the Ethereum explosion that um, um, and then like some other ecosystem that ledger became like a yeah, the number one uh, and uh, and by far the the market leader in that in that category. Nice, awesome. And so now you know Ledger can be connected to a lot of different uh, you know wallets behind the scenes, right? So like MetaMasks and you know Kepler and so on and so forth. Um, when did you guys realize that you know connectivity of hardware wallets and kind of a front end you know interfaces is a, um, is a, you know an important uh, integration path? No, but that that was like in the in the in uh, in the twenty seventeen uh, type of era, a little bit before when some uh, some some teams basically worked on the on the APIs to 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 make the integration very easy, like directly on the uh, um, on on Chrome. So I think that was a zero X were the kind of the first one to to make the integration and the first uh, integration we've made with like the first Dexes at the time was like Delta E for Delta. Um, so it's really at that time that uh, uh, started to 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 make sure the uh, the product could uh, really be at scale integrated in some uh, some new wallets. And um, and after it's just uh, start going like every ecosystem had some issues about like making sure how to provide like their community with the like the right uh, the best most secure possible way to 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 store their coin and interact with the, the different functionalities of the chain. And um, and that's when like yeah, basically the like old the major ecosystem are now like integrated directly with Ledger. Nice, awesome. So I guess uh, you know for today, I think we wanted to talk a little bit about uh, you know the 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 future of interaction with Web three, right? And what wallets need to look like, you know, in a multi chain world and multi chain environment. And you know, I think to me, it's still very unfortunate how painful the user experience is right for many users kind of having to switch between networks um switch between wallets if the you know if metamask is not supported um kind of get gas 
on every single chain that they want to interact with. And it's a, it is a very complex experience, right? So from, from your view, um, yeah, what, what are your thoughts about kind of how the, um, how the future wallet should look like? What are some of the functions or functionalities that uh, you, you're looking for? Um, yeah, so, so I guess um, right now, as long as you stayed within an ecosystem, you know, it's, it's fairly okay indeed. So like if you, if you live within the, the Cosmos ecosystem, then you've got like a, a specialized wallet for that ecosystem and you can interact with, uh, with, uh, with like DeFi with uh, whatever you want within that ecosystem. Uh, and, uh, and you've got like a, some right tools uh, right now, like in, say Kepler for, for, for Cosmos or Temple for, for Tezos or whatever. Each ecosystem has their kind of a, um, specialized uh, type of, uh, of, of wallet. Um, and, you know, it could be easier and it could be mobile and it could be like whatever you can think about, like better UX. But at the end of the day, most of the use cases are, are still for some kind of a niche uh, that are there like for um you know whatever reason but it it still remains like mostly uh like um uh let's say a, a desktop use case and that's where like uh, um um like for a lot of use case like the, the 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 kind of extension is okay it's it's true that like for like these ecosystem where you start to have like different assets on different chains like just the the, the idea of having uh, a ui where you've got like uh, just to have the awareness of what's happening and where where is the asset, where is the wrapped asset, on which chain, on which zone, on which um, uh, stuff. That there's, there's already this that is missing. So just like some some simple like UI that lets you gives you like a good idea of uh, uh, where is where is what and getting like a, a global vision of a kind of a portfolio and the assets. And after like in terms of um, of uh, uh, so. Yeah, I would say like this this UI is something that is missing where you can kind of connect like different ecosystem and have everything in one place where you can have like a vision of what you have. And then be able, if you want to kind of interact between one chain or one other, depending on what you want to do. And as of today, this is mostly around trading. Uh, so you are having the ability from that interface to engage like in a, in a swap from an ecosystem to another or, or interact with DEX or whatever could be like the this kind of UI. Um, it's a, um, does that answer your question? Yeah, so essentially, just to summarize, I guess you're saying kind of two steps we need. To, uh, one is just a universal view, right, that allows you to see all your assets on different chains in, in one simple interface. And the next level is kind of interaction with applications directly from your wallet, you know, no matter where the application is, without having to think how to, uh, how to do your trades or anything related to it. I think I think also like you you um, um, like the way I'm interacting with uh, with uh, with uh, with uh, these uh, these ecosystem as of today, um, I kind of go on the on the application I want to use and and I just bring like my my kind of identity or my keys directly with it. Um, so uh, so if I want to do a trade on Osmosis, I will go like. Uh, on, on that ecosystem, like use their interface to kind of build my transaction. And my wallet at the end of the day is just like, uh, you know, I use it as a signer. So I've got uh, the, the combination of the, the, the extension that is going to build the transaction and then my ledger that is going to sign my transaction. And um, 
and uh, and and I think it 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 really at the end of the day depends on the type of application that you're using. So I don't think the wallet is going to drive the usage, but it's more like the application that you may have uh, that are going to drive the way you you kind of interact with your private keys and the 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 wallet at the end of the day. If you decompose the different stacks, you've got like the the, the private keys and the management of the private keys at the lower level, and then the ability to you know, build like on a higher level, the ability to build a transaction uh, and, and then at a high level, like the actual application. Um, so, um, so yeah, I, as of today, I'm, 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 I'm fine being able to, you know, use an application, bring um, uh, my, my ability to, to, to sign through the extension and my ledger and, and, and then from that application interact with like the, the, the cross-section ecosystem. So if I want them to swap back to Ethereum, or to another chain, um, like the UI of this application will build all these transactions, and I will be at the end of the day, at the end of the process, uh, I'll have the ability to just like verify what I'm signing and actually sign with my uh, with my ledger device directly on the application. Makes sense. What other you know um, functionalities do you think uh, wallet should have? And I guess you know I think one example, right? Um, we talk about. Um, internally, when we did uh, kind of previous grants program, is something like um, you know a super app, right? So the the concept that you know is kind of been pretty famous to kind of batching a bunch of features together, everything from messaging, right, to like payments, uh, to like shopping, you know, in a, in a single application. Do you think wallets should have some of this? Do you think um, you know they're there, there are going to become some of these like super apps as we as we develop, or do you think they're going to be kind of abstracted away more and more, and people just will go, you know, have this layer between the um, their wallet and the applications being being um, being dissolved over time? Mm. Well, I, I think you always need to have an app and a wallet that uh, uh, you know. Uh, uh, as all the functionality that an ecosystem can provide, and 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 that's why each of these ecosystems have like specialized extension where you can use like the the full and utmost uh, uh, functionalities of each of these ecosystems. Um, but uh, but you, you most of the time you 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 don't need uh, all of that features, and and uh, and I guess it's everything would be very like driven by by the actual application that you're interacting with and and once you you need to interact with that application that's where the application that is built correctly is going to well build the the the, the transaction um and and display what needs to be displayed to the user with the user then validating and signing what needs to be needs to be signed, and um, and 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 that's like that's uh, yeah, it's about like making sure the user has just the right information at the right moment for him to verify what is signing, and then like executing whatever trade transaction or or interaction with the application. And um, and after for for power users that want to interact with it directly, like fair enough, you have the ability to do it from the app. Uh, but like on the on the normal uh, trade of like transaction or, or 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 trade, you want to do it from the application. An example would be for let's say osmosis and uh, and uh, and transferring like some asset from one channel to another. You have the ability to to send an IBC transaction directly from Kepler. Fair enough. That's that's somebody that can somebody can do that directly from that, or you can just go on osmosis 
click deposit, enfin, connect your wallet, click deposit asset, and then sign the transaction where you want to make the IBC transaction. But you, 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 the only thing that you have been doing is uh, like clicking deposit, validating what you're doing, and, and signing. No need to do it directly from from uh, from the from the Kepler uh, extension interface uh, for that matter. Makes sense. And so I think one of the things you mentioned, right, is giving users the ability to, you know, inspect the transaction, right, and understand uh, what they're actually signing, which, you know, I think today is, is, is not that easy, right, especially if you look at, um, you know, some kind of a one-off chains or consensuses, um, like, you know, Solana, I think, is, you know, an, ex an example where, you know, the transaction could be pretty complex, and then understanding what you're actually signing, whether or not it's ledger or not, is not easy, kind of. What what are your thoughts on this? Are there ways to solve it other than better UX or, yeah? Yeah, no, I, I totally agree that it's uh, it's not easy and 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 most of the time, uh, well, you just uh, you just uh, sign blindly because you're you're just uh, scrolling through like a a bunch of uh, <laughs> a bunch of uh, of um, of you know like uh, uh, messages on on your ledger or your on your capper and. Uh, and uh, and yeah, I totally understand that it's not easy. Like the the the, the idea, and uh, uh, I don't know exactly what our what what our plan. I haven't followed like much of it. I'm not less operational on Ledger now, but um, but the the idea is to be able to display the right information uh, for the user to 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 understand what they're signing. Um, so like it's 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 doing an okay job from time to time. You know that you are you 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 see the type of a, of a method that is called the type of a, uh, transaction that you're doing, that the who you're sending it to, but they still like a better job at at displaying the right information for people to understand what they what they are actually signing, and um, so I guess it's a, it's a job about like yeah, uh, making it under human readable, human understandable, and then the education uh, for folks to 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 kind of understand what 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 is happening once once they, when they sign. Yeah, makes sense. In terms of security, right? Um, what are your thoughts of what what still needs to be done? Um, are there ways to improve, you know, recovery of these wallets? I think there's a lot of talks about like social recovery mechanisms, you know, on chains. Um, like, what are your thoughts uh, behind those? Uh, so, my personal thoughts on 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 that. Um, is that like uh, obviously first step is uh, like have ownership of the keys, um, then make sure that your keys are offline, and then make sure you have like uh, last step is make sure that the, the, those recovery, uh, the seed phrase, uh, well you you don't lose your seed phrase, and in that that uh, that regards is different strategy. Uh, it's about like you know sharding the keys, uh, but what you don't want to have is that have these keys uh, uh, online, so. Like this, like interesting stuff around like social recovery. Just uh, um, well, be careful where 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 they are, what what's the attack vector, and how like easily recoverable they could be. Um, so like my view is a little bit purist on that. To like uh, uh, like generate your keys offline, keep them offline, and uh, and, uh, <laughs> and 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 uh, and having like your your own strategy. To make sure that uh, uh, you know uh, it's uh, it's fireproof, it's uh, uh, you can uh, resist the fact that you will use uh, lose one, and so having like a strategy with different shards that you where you can reconstitute your uh, your uh, your keys easily, even though you 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 lose one of the shards. 
Awesome. Makes sense. Well, on that, I think, uh, you know, maybe we can uh, wrap it up. Um, yeah. So for everybody that's here, you know, again, like on your own keys, right? Get a ledger if you don't or any other, you know, wallet. Um, I think given what we've seen in the space over the last few weeks, I think the importance of actually building, you know, decentralized and open and permissionless systems is is even more evident than ever before. So, you know, I hope everybody that's here, you know, staying safe or weathering the storms, um, you know, but then we have to, we still have a lot of work to do to continue building. Awesome. That was an amazing conversation. Um, I think at this point, like if, if we want to open it up for questions from the audience, now would be a great time. Um, so maybe we, we hang tight and go ahead and request to speak and we'll get you up here for your question. I think we actually have one right now. So one sec. All right, Johnson Wu, you're up. Yeah, it's a great opportunity. And um, but, uh, just think like uh, the topic discussed is very important. And I have one question about, uh, probably two questions. The first question is about on-ramp process. I feel like uh, currently I'm exploring like multi-chain USDC and other potential, but I feel there's centralized uh, components in the system that I try, I try to build. So I'm wondering, is there any decentralized on-ramp, off-ramp, um, you know, work or uh, poten uh, potential like solutions? This is my first question. The second question is um, about access decentralization. So I feel like my, my, uh, one of the systems I try to build is uh, heavily depend on the security model of Axler. So, and that is probably one of the cent most centralized components in the, in the whole system. So wondering uh, Axler's like roadmap on uh, improve its security model and also uh, the decentralization efforts. Yeah, so I guess two questions on that. So on the, on the online, uh, sorry, on the off and on ramps, uh, you know, I think if you're looking to intersect with, you know, fiat, right? Um, then you know there's naturally probably going to be kind of KYC components and uh, you know some centralization components, right? I don't, um, yeah, I don't know how like even theoretically you can uh, decentralize some of you can certainly you know build some of the application on chain, right? Some of the logic on chain and kind of give people verifiability behind it. But you are going to be intersecting with you know some of the some of the traditional um, you know institutions, and you'll have to follow the corresponding uh, you know regulations i don't know thomas if you have anything else on that no on, on that point like um uh decentralized on ramps off ramps as, as sergey says as, as long as you touch fiat um there will be some issues that being said there are some some tools right now uh, that are being built with like some credible team like uh, the moonpay the the the, uh, the 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 simplex the rent network the, 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 there's a bunch of teams working on it and there will be more and more um i'm sure like stripe will come up with uh with solution like for easier on ramps and uh, and i guess like uh and directly uh through banks and stablecoin um uh sooner or later you will have the ability to you know convert easily like uh, uh usd to usdc or to another stable coin uh to make to make that process easier so Having something decentralized on, in that regards is, is is tough at scale. Um, you can always find like some peer-to-peer markets uh, uh, where you can uh, like BISC uh, is an example I have in mind, or there's there's a few like uh, uh, um, exchanges that uh, that could work that way. But it's it's very uh, it's very like say uh, frictionful to to implement them uh, at scale. Awesome. Yeah, and I guess you know on your on your other point about security about Axler, 
So A, you know, take a look at the blog we wrote um, on our website, so axel.network uh, forward slash blog um, that talks about various security features of the network, you know, including everything from rate limits to kind of quadratic voting. Um, the network itself is decentralized and open, right? And I think we're actively doing a lot of work to kind of increase its decentralization properties, like increasing the validator set. Kind of right now, it's just been increased on the uh, test network, and I think there's probably going to be a, a governance proposal to keep on increasing on the main network as well. So definitely, kind of a lot of work, um, you know, around the security, and it's one of the topics we've been we've been taking very seriously. Uh, thank you. Awesome. Did that answer your question, Johnson? Oh, I actually have one more question, but I will wait to other people. Okay, for sure. Um, so does anyone else have another question? Feel free to request, and I'll get you up on stage. Okay, it doesn't look like we have any others, so I'd say, Johnson, go ahead. Okay, I think like uh, one other question I want to really ask is like, is there any support for the atomic, uh, atomicity uh, execution or like a block? Like, could we execute a transaction on other blockchain at a certain block or before a certain block? Because currently, if we want to do multi-chain, then we need to uh, integrate with Oracle on each chain to ensure the price leverage is under a certain percentage. But is there possible that on extra side, uh, integrate with like a uh, certain, you know, execute uh, on certain block or execute on certain price and do some autonomy um, for that? Or is there a fundamental difficulty here? I mean, you ha you can implement autonomy on the network layer, on top of the network layer, right? So kind of actually itself provides, you can think of it as a, you know, UDP level of guarantees, right? And then on top of it, you can build um, arbitrary application-specific protocol. Um, and I think we have an examples repo, various examples, kind of how to do non-execution, how to do like a two-way calls and things like that. And so if you want something atomic, um, you know, you can take a look there. And, um, you know, it's, it's not that hard. You just have to, you have to kind of do probably a two-way call in that case. Um, but yeah, it will be kind of an application-specific protocol on top of the, of the network. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah, I'll take a look. Yeah, thanks. Awesome. Awesome. Sounds well, good. Um, if no one else has questions, I think we're good to wrap up. Sergey, Thomas, thank you for your time. Everyone listening, thanks for coming. Yeah, uh, thanks for that. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks, Thomas. Bye-bye, all. Have a good day, everyone. And, thanks, uh, everyone. Stay safe. See ya. <laughs> stay safe, yeah. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was the XLR AMA with Ledger co-founder Thomas France, recorded on Friday, November 11th, 2022. For Terraspaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. And if you want to keep listening, head on over to Terraspaces.org slash donate and show some support. Now with more Spark IBC enabled. Put your hands up like you got a couple questions Ain't no misdirection, just a bunch of flexing All aggressive, insane from all directions Smoke blows in when I start a session Plain canvas, blaze up the handlers Rocking back and forth like I got the van stuck Don't grind the clutch, mind your hush Put your mask on and don't touch the antlers Feeling untouchable when I'm on the verse But in the universe, I'm just writing some words Enticing these nerds while I'm laying out my memoirs Like, remember when I had to fight the centaur? I'm a book nerd, let me take you on the journey Lost in the labyrinth, searching out the lost fern For certain, got the taxes included Acting like a writer, never felt secluded
get into the shit and line them up Just another fixed game of try my luck Go lighten up dog. it could always be worse Unless you're in the back of a hearse When you're dead or putting in new speakers It's a toss up, driver or just tweakers Don't stress yo, I've done the research Living life like a bunch of fucking lemurs It's a remake, off the cutting floor we take A little bit of poison and put it in the cheesecake Tastes great, less filling Less stress, more killing As he blew the cornerstone out the building And the blocks came tumbling down all humble Feels like we're drowning in a little puddle Rebuttal, I should be taking off in the shuttle Getting high in space with the Hubble